Perth Lynx are the hottest team in the Signet WNBL right now, so it's only fitting we have one of their stars with us this week. Hello, Chloe Bibby, and welcome to A Week in Melbourne. Thank you. So happy to be here. <laughs> so what does this week look like? Because you have been on the road. When did you guys leave Perth? When did you, when did you get back? Yeah, so we left on Friday. Uh, we obviously flew to Sydney. We played in Sydney on Saturday, uh, Sunday, flight to Melbourne, um, and yeah, Monday we've been here, we're here for a couple of days and then we'll drive down to Bendigo, play Bendigo, come back to Melbourne, play Melbourne on Sunday and then ship back to uh, Perth. Okay. So what happens between Thursday and Sunday? Okay. So Thursday we play Bendigo on Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday we'll watch a bit of film, kind of recover from the game. Um, and then Friday we'll have practice. Saturday, same thing again, lots of film, just, you know, figuring out all the kinks. There won't be any, but you know, if there are, we'll work all that stuff out, do our scout and then yeah, roll into the game on Sunday. And I think our, uh, our flight's actually on Sunday night. Oh, yeah, get straight home. Game. Yeah. Can you sneak in a visit to the tennis? I think that's what Thursday's plan is. Yeah. I everyone. knew it had yeah. to be in here. Thursdays. There's got to be a, an extra bonus mm-hmm. to a road trip like this. Yeah, for sure. What is the feeling like at the moment? Because you are in a five-game winning streak. I'm sure the morale and the confidence is really high in the group at the moment. And that's always good on a big road trip as yeah. well. Yeah, exactly. Everyone is, I think, yeah, as you said, spirits are high. Everyone's happy. We love, you know, how we're playing right now. There's just a lot of flow and positivity and I think and confidence too. Like that confidence is just carrying through with everyone and we're having fun while we're playing and yeah, getting dubs. Last time you were in the WNBL was at Dandenong. Mm-hmm. Take me back to what it was like back at Stud Road yeah. when you first were a rookie in the my WNBL because you were in a star studded roster. Oh my goodness, I was and I was just a baby. I mean that's where I first met Loz and you know that's where we warmed the bench together. It was yeah. great. <laughs> that's where our friendship really formed. But you know, in those years, I was, my goodness, I think one year we had um, like Cappy Pondex that was on it, Penny Taylor, Sarah, Steph, like, oh my goodness, Amy, Jenna. who's Rochi now, everyone. Yeah. yeah. It was just amazing to be like so young and in that environment. I think they really showed me, you know, what it takes to be a professional athlete and, you know, win games and just how you have to, you know, rock up to training every day and give it all. And I really think that's where it all kind of started, you know, little baby me at Danny Nung. Um, But yeah, as I said, like awesome opportunity there. Was Mark Wright the coach the whole time? He was, I think for like two years. And then I think Larissa. Yeah. Um, was for one year. Yeah. Who coached yeah. you at Seabull? Yes. Yeah. 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 So Amazing. did both. Yeah. And then I went over to college and it wasn't cold, you know, it wasn't Dandenong anymore, no. which is wild. A lot has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, just back on Cappy, I was doing oh, yeah. a Q&A last week and I got asked who has been the best import in the WNBL. In terms of calibre coming into the league, I think it has to be Cappy. Would you agree? Yeah, I reckon. I mean, my goodness. I Before, you know, she came over, I'd never seen anyone get buckets like that. She was just so shifty in everything she did and you could pretty much just start running back on on defense because every time she put it up, it was going in. Yeah. Yeah, phenomenal player. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Such a shot in the arm for the league at the time to get someone who would achieve what mm-hmm. she'd achieved on the global um, scale. Um, let's go back to pre-Dandidong because you're a Wimmera girl, yeah. which has my oh, yeah. heart, you know, with the Wimmera <laughs> connection. I did my cadetship at the Wimmera Mail Times. And when I was there, you were only a bubba, yeah. but we had um, Aaron Bruce had gone to college, Sh- mm-hmm. Shay McDonald, Liam Norton, Mitch Creek was a little junior. Um, where was the love fostered in the Wimmera? And because you're a Warrant yeah. Nabil girl. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, 
It calls, it's called Wobba in, a, uh, yeah. in Warwick Nabil, and that's the Little Basketball Association. Um, and kind of just playing netball and basketball there. I did a lot of swimming too. Um, and then I think, you know, I went over, so I went over to Horsham, which is like 45 minutes from Warwick, um, and started training with Owen Ewan. He oh, is oh, <laughs> the guy. Everything. I call him Yoda because he's oh. just like Star Wars, you know, and, and he's just looks like all Yoda. knowing of basketball. Love netball and I loved, you know, swimming and everything like that. But I think, you know, a couple of sessions with him and just it really just took over and I was like, yeah, is it. And then college, everyone talks mm. about how it's a real life-changing experience as a player and a person. Was that the case for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I moved from Melbourne to Mississippi. <laughs> so <laughs> two complete opposites and Mississippi was just, yeah, complete opposites. It was in a tiny little town, kind of like Warwick Nabil. Um, but everyone just got around, you know, women's basketball, which I'd never really seen before. We averaged like 10,000 fans to a game. Um, it was sold out, you know, every night and everyone knew who you were and just being immersed in that was just so eye-opening and my goodness, I've never worked so hard in my life too. That was something different as well. Don't let Ryan hear that because Ryan... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we just edit that out. We can cut that part out. Speaking (laughs) of Ryan, how did it come about that you signed at the links? I know they were super, been super keen Mm -hmm. to get you, and obviously you and um, Amy Atwell were part of the plan for this year and beyond. Yeah, well, again, Lauren Scherf, she just seems to stick around. So uh, I played with her at Kilsyth in the NBR one after coming back from college. Um, and then, yeah, I wasn't really sure what I, you know, wanted to do, if I wanted to stay in Australia or if I wanted to go, you know, overseas or something like that. And Liz was like, hey, Bibbs, like, come on. Like, you know, I'm loving Perth. Like, you know, you really like it. Kind of sold it to me. And I talked to Ryan after that. And, yeah, it kind of just all aligned. And it's been great. The Bend Out Princess has a lot <laughs> To answer for, doesn't she? <laughs> Absolutely. Delivering the Opal's message, mm-hmm. getting you to Perth. Yep. We've got to get her on a retainer. What a wonder. What yeah. a wonder. <laughs> super chef. <laughs> super, she is super chef. Yep. Um, let's have a quick look at the weekend that was, and we'll start way back last Wednesday, and the round began with a bit of a bombshell that went around the league with the Sydney Flames announcing that Shane Hill was not going to be coaching against the Flyers that night, and Shyla, the star point guard, was uh, not playing because of personal reasons. So a bit of drama surrounding uh, the game of the week on ESPN. But my God, under Shelley Gorman, didn't Sydney come out and just played completely different brand of basketball and they really took it up to the Flyers? Yeah, I th- thought they did a great job considering everything that was happening. I think they just played so free and just had fun while they were doing it. So it was really good f- to see that. Tiana Mangakahi was incredible, 26, 8 and 4. Five, Keely Froling, 16 and 9. Um, and Hannah Shervin, I thought, played by far her best game of the season, 16 and 7. But it was the GOAT, Lauren Jackson, for Southside, 30 points, uh, basically 24 hours after it was announced that she's playing on uh, one foot or one hoof. Um, yeah. She's got a fractured foot, which she actually did against Perth back in round five. Um, did you grow up idolising LJ? Uh, who doesn't? I mean, my goodness, she's just been the epitome of women's basketball for it seems like forever sorry but you know she is she is just amazing and then yeah of course who else would come out and you know get buckets like that against Sydney so good on her and yeah as you said on one foot uh, I don't think there'd be many people that would you know 
want to go out there and or be able to go out there and still get buckets like that. We've so. seen the line for fans queuing to meet her after the game. And I think the one in Perth when they played you over there was one of the longest, but the one in Sydney is the longest I've seen. And um, they had a table for the Sydney players to mm-hmm. sign autographs and meet fans. LJ sat on the end um, and it was incredible to see. So LJ just continues to give so much of her time. She returning to you know the team hotel an hour or later after games. Um, so love to see that fan engagement. Um, let's move on now and have a look at Bendigo and the Caps. A lot of interest around this game because we know what happened last time they played a week earlier. Um, Caps got their first win of the season, but we knew Bendigo were going to come out firing with a point to prove, and that's what they did, uh, beating the Caps. No Kelsey Griffin um, for Bendigo. Um, they had a real spread of scorers again. Maylee and Ali Wilson had 18 a point. Points apiece. Abby Wearung, 15. Afrol had 13. Ray Burrell's been in some super form for Canberra over the last few weeks. She had 17. Munger, 15. Um, and Chloe Tuglish, one of the DPs, she had a great weekend across two games, but it's great to see DPs and you've had a few at Perth getting yeah. opportunities. And you know, as a former DP, how important it is. Yeah. I mean, when you get those opportunities, you just got to take them. And, you know, it looks like that's exactly what she did. So good on her. Let's move on now to Townsville and Adelaide. Uh, it was a bit of Steph in and Steph out. So Talbot in for Adelaide, Steph Reed out for Townsville, but it didn't bother the fire as they won 92-63. Loz Nicholson playing the point guard spot for the first time in her career. We'll talk to her a bit later. She is our special guest this week, but it was Carly Samuelson with a game-high 29 points, Tiana Hawkins 21-12. and 12. Another week, another double-double for her, Talbot and Mansfield. 13 apiece uh, for Adelaide. Adelaide have had a rough couple of weeks, haven't they? After a couple of good wins, um, they've had a rough couple of weeks. Yeah, they have. And hopefully they can get back on track. They've been a bit up and down because they certainly have the talent there. And, you know, I think they've got all the pieces. It's just kind of making them gel together and work. And you're on Townsville's tail, literally, aren't you? You're chasing Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, we're right there. So I think after this long stint, you know, over in Victoria, we got to fly back home and we'll play Townsville twice in yeah, I think it might be like four days or something, Oof. four or five days. So, yeah, there'll be uh, some big games for us for yeah, sure. Yeah, real finals yeah. ramifications for those ones. Let's talk about your Perth because you had a win over Sydney, 87 to 68. Um, how important was this road win? Because you knew that Sydney had their tails up again. Shelley Gorman took the reins in this game, no Shane or Shyla Hill. Were you prepared for a bit of a different Sydney knowing that what they ran against Southside was different? Yeah, definitely. And I think our biggest thing going into it that we had to be, you know, know what we wanted to do and we had to really dictate dictate the game. Um, we just had to bring energy and make sure that we, you know, sustained that for the four, four quarters. And, you know, Sydney were great in the first half. You know, they, uh, they played super hard, but, you know, with their limited bench and everything that they mm. have going on, it was kind of our feel that, you know, if we can stick with them for, you know, three, four quarters, it, it will be okay. It was okay, that's for sure. Yeah. You guys had five players in double figures, including yourself with 14 points. Jocelyn Willoughby, 18 uh for Sydney and Keely Froling, 22 and 13. She's had a super season as first year yeah. captain, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah, absolutely. She's been great. Let's move on to the Flyers and the Caps. So Southside capping off what was, well, a bit of a long weekend that started back in Wednesday in Sydney, 97 to 81 winners. Congrats to Carly Ernst on game 250. Did you play with her in a previous basketball life? Oh, maybe she played 
Danny for Danny Nong yeah. for a season, I want to say. God love yeah. Carl. She's played yeah. for everyone, including the Perth Leagues. <laughs> yeah. She's played for everyone, but an amazing maybe one season, yeah. achievement and life mm-hmm. membership for Carly, of course, 12 months ago, came back from having a newborn baby to play for the Boomers mm-hmm. in a championship. Uh, Maddie Rochi, 22 points. Kayla Thornton, 22 points. Swain, 14 for Southside. Uh, for Cap, sorry. Southside just continue to have a completely even spread and it's a different player bobbing up on a different night. Yeah, and I think that's why they're so hard to guard. You don't know who it is. Anyone, any night could pop off for 30 if you let them. So that's why they're so tough. But you beat them, so... Yeah, we did. You did? Yep. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and then let's finish off the round with a top four clash at the Boom Box. Bendigo came from 15 down to beat the Boomers. No Kelsey Griffin again for Bendigo. Mia Murray was out for the Boomers. Um, a real spread of contributors for Bendigo. Annalise, ninth double-double of the season. We're on great in the first half. Yeah. Alicia Frolling great in the last quarter. But for me, it was yeah. Callie Wilson. 20 points, um, a great stat line. She's a marvel. 425 games now in this league. Amazing. I played with her uh, for when it was called Siebel before it was oh, MVR1. Yes. Uh, before I at went Knox? Over- no, no, at Bendigo. Oh, yeah, Bendigo. she played like half a sort of season. Wow. Oh my God. She's just amazing. Isn't such she? an athlete, just such a leader. I mean, she is just, yeah, such a great point guard too. So she is not surprising. Point guard. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Of this league. Yeah. And like, broke the games record of Jess Bibby a couple of years ago, um, comes back from having a bubba, first to 400, 425 not out. She could get to 500. Oh, easily. She she will. She could just keep playing. She will. There's no dip at all. Yeah. Yeah. We need to give thanks to Kelly Wilson each and every game. Yeah, a round (laughs) of applause. Uh, For Melbourne, Kayla George, another big double-double. Kayla continuing a very epic season um, for the Boomers captain. Well, now on the WNBL show, it's time to catch up with this week's special guest. It's time to welcome one of our faves to the show as we go up to Townsville and welcome the captain of the fire, Loz Nicholson. Hello, Lozzy. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hey, we had to get you on because Townsville are on fire, but I believe that at the weekend was the first game you've ever played point guard. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, in my whole 29 years of life, I think that was the first time ever. So, no, it was good. Um, you know, we step out. It was a different look for us, but I think we played well, which is positive signs for us if she can come back into our lineup soon. Yeah, you guys did play so well and we know Steph's been having a great season. It was a bit of a match day call with with her back. How were you guys able to change things and make some adjustments and, you know, did you know what to do in the one, Lozzie? <laughs> uh, luckily that week I had been preparing for it a little bit. Um I, I'm still not sure I completely knew what to do, but, um, you know, with Steph out, it just brings another opportunity to someone else. And I thought Courtney Woods was exceptional on the weekend. She came into our starting um, lineup and, you know, played her role really well. And that's the beauty when one of your best players is out, someone else gets to step up. And uh, I think she was awesome. Tell us about Courtney and Steph. They're kind of like your little sisters. I know you're so proud of them. Um, let's start with Steph in the Opal squad that was recently announced. You must be so pleased with her development since she joined the fire. Yeah, I started with Steph at the fire a couple of years ago and her improvement just over the last couple of years has been um, amazing. She, you know, she's put in the hard yards under Shannon and he's kind of guided her to the point guard she is now and I think that she makes a 
a bigger stride every season and um, you know it's really awesome to see her as a part of the Opals she's um, going to be great for that program for the future and then you know Courtney Courtney as well she really is like a little sister um, I've seen her develop and um, she's definitely come a long way in the last couple of years and um, I reckon she's one of the best offensive players going around and I've said that for a long time and I think slowly her defense has improved and uh, she's going to be a long-time player in the WNBL and um, yeah I think both of them um, have been tremendous for us this season. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about your imports because it was very planned when Shannon went after what he was looking for to fill the import spots this season. And it's fair to say you got two absolute beauties in Carly Samuelson and Tiana Hawkins. And we saw that on show again at the weekend against Adelaide. Um, Carly is a shooter. <laughs> yeah, she can really shoot the ball. And I think um, the first couple of the games of the season, uh, we probably didn't get enough looks for her. But I think now she's really, um, you know, making the most of her opportunities and shooting it when she's open. And she can really, really shoot it. And, you know, she's also just a really great person and fits into what we're trying to do really well. Um, and, the thing I love about her most is she plays with a lot of passion. You know, she's always fist pumping. She's always pepping up everyone else. And, yeah, she's just really great to be around. When you watch those stream games, I can always spot her because she's hyped up, but also, like, the knee braces and everything. I'm like, there she is. There's the shooter. Uh, she's in the corner. What about T? She's been so consistent for you guys, you know, really getting a double-double every week. Um, and she's a mum as well. She's had a bub over here. So what's it been like welcoming her family into the FIRE family? Yeah, we love the whole family. Um, e, her son, is a great kid. Uh, he was out here for the start of the season but is now back in America. Uh, we miss having him around. Uh, he felt like a part of the team. Um, he came on the road a couple of times, which was really cool. And, um, yeah, and Hawk has been a great addition as well. You know, she um, – yeah, she's a great import. I think she's slidden into our team uh, really well um, and she can play at both ends of the floor, which is what we really needed this season. And um, I think even after our game just the other day against Adelaide, I think that was probably the best game she's played all season. So it's really cool that she's getting better and better as well as the season's going on. Love seeing how close you guys are and how well you get along on court but off court too. You spend a lot of time together when you're not training and playing. Can you tell um, our audience what you guys got up to um, on the weekend after the win over Adelaide? Yeah, yesterday there was probably half of us or maybe about seven or eight of us that went uh, to the Great Barrier Reef. We took a three-hour boat ride, uh, which to be honest – we all got a little bit seasick on the way, but uh, it was well worth it once we were there. We um, went out, had a little bit of a snorkel. Some of the girls um, did a scuba dive as well, saw a shark. Um, yeah, it was it was a really great day, but a long day as well with a little bit of sickness in there. So, um, yeah, it was it was good though. We had a lot of fun. Chloe, before I hand over to you, Loz, you got to tell us who was most sick. Oh, probably Lara. Um, oh, she was real bad. Oh, but nice. Bless okay. Lara. Once we, bless Lara, but once we all got in the water, we were, we were fine. We got over it. That's a long trip on the water and a hot day for um, 
a porcelain doll like yourself, Chloe? Oh, goodness. Yeah, couldn't be me. I don't go out in the sun. And I know I'm in Perth, but oh, no, yeah. I stay inside. Absolutely not. Every tan I have, fake tan. <laughs> There's no way. You can't catch me outside, which probably is not a great thing. But Loz, it sounds like you obviously love your teammates, so that's great. But what is your most favourite thing about Townsville, apart from your teammates? Can't be your teammates. Oh, goodness. Um Probably just like Townsville as a place. Um, It's like I'm from Sydney, so it's a lot more laid back. Um, You know, I live in my house, which is the best thing I've ever done because it's so chilled out. Um, You know, we just live a very lax lifestyle up here. We get to go to practice and then I either head to the beach or come home, do some housework, and that's the kind of life that I love to live. So, yeah, I don't know, just the the slower pace of Townsville, I guess. I love that. I thought you couldn't go to the beach because you get eaten by crocodiles. Is that wrong? Yeah. So, uh, who told me that? <laughs> what, is that right? There's netted areas. Oh, netted areas. <laughs> I vote for another hub season in Townsville, Loz. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I would always vote for that. Home season, home season. Hey, the Opal squad was announced um, a week or so ago. Fabulous to see you in there. I want to ask you about your continued passion representing your country. Um, You hadn't been in the Opals um, teams for the last few big tournaments, um, which I know has been um, a point of conjecture for a lot of people. But tell us about how it keeps burning in your belly, um, that desire to represent your country on the biggest stage. And particularly with, I can't believe it, an Olympics next year. I know. It feels like it's come around so quickly, probably because it was only a couple of years ago, um, the last Olympics. But um, I just want to make it so bad. And I feel like that's what we all play for. You know, first and foremost, we play for a championship in the WNBL or whatever league we're playing in. But then, you know, we all have that um, desire to play for our country in the back of our heads. And um, it's just like... It's a no-brainer. It is hard, you know, getting knocked back um, from teams, but I'll stick it out. I'll do everything I can and continue to keep doing everything I can to be there, to be a part of the squad. And then, you know, hopefully the end goal is to one day make one of those major tournaments. Well, it's going to be all that more sweeter when you do make the final team for one of those big tournaments, Loz, because you've been on the roller coaster and you've seen off all the adversity and continue to grow as a player in person and continue just to be in fabulous form in the WNBL, which we love to see. Before we let you go, we've got a couple of big games coming up. Well, of course, this round, but the one after two against Chloe's Perth because the links are on your tail and I'm sure you're very aware that they're coming and you guys are looking to continue to hold your spot in the fall yeah we have a couple of tough games this week um Canberra getting a lot better so we need to get a win over them but yeah looking ahead I mean Perth are rolling right now um and we're we're just gonna have to you know hopefully bring it when we come to Perth um it's a tough road trip as is people coming to Townsville to play so um yeah, it's going to be a battle, that's for sure. And they're, they have, you know, six, seven, eight players that are all playing really good basketball. 
It's going to be some great matchups. Um, of course, as you said, Lozzie, you got Canberra this week, but then very much looking forward to a couple of big games between Townsville and Perth. Thank you so much for giving us some time today. Always great to see and talk to you and good luck to you and also the fire for the rest of the season and hopefully playoffs as well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, let's look ahead now to round 12 of the Signet WNBL. And Chloe Bibby, it involves your Perth Lynx in the game of the round on ESPN at 5.30. You're off to Red Energy Arena to take on the Bendigo Spirit. This is going to be a cracker. Two teams in some hot form. What are you expecting from the Spirit? Yeah, I mean, they're just tough blue-collar team. You know going in there that they're just going to work their tails off. So, you know, we have to meet that level and sustain that and, you know, just play the basketball that we've been playing. It's been working for us and we've been rolling, but uh, you're definitely a tough team. Who are you going to match up on? I don't really? even know. Well, they are, are so different. Depends and on, so depends on Kelsey, if Kelsey plays. Yeah, everything is just, you don't know yeah. until, like, you know, they... 30 yeah. minutes before the game. It's not even day before anymore. It's 30 minutes. You just got to roll with it, whatever happens. <laughs> it's part of the excitement. So mm. we're looking forward to that very much. Uh, Friday night, Jan 27, we've got Townsville and the UC Caps at the Entertainment Centre, as Loz Nicholson mentioned earlier, loving the crowds that they're getting at the Entertainment Centre. And you've have you played there this yeah, season? Yeah, we played there a couple of weeks ago yeah. and it was great. I mean, they're so lively no matter what is happening. And yeah, great crowds there. Yeah, Caps... They've still been improving. They got that win a few weeks ago. They've been putting up some um, decent scores. I felt for them against Bendigo, they came down with three. They had three on the bench. So still been really hit with injuries. Hopefully Alex Bunton will be back soon because they don't have a big. Yeah, Pizzi's a, been doing really well in her absence, but they don't have a legit big. That's yeah, hard. It is. Pizzi's been doing great, as you said, but having Bunts back will definitely help for sure. Townsville have a stretch of games as well, which plays into why Steph Ray didn't play last round. A bit precautionary, so it'll be uh, touch and go to see whether Steph Reid plays against the Caps, but hopefully we'll see her back soon. Let's move on to Saturday action. Now we've got the Adelaide Lightning hosting the Southside Flyers. Adelaide actually knocked off the Flyers um, in Adelaide earlier in the season. I don't think Adelaide, uh, don't think sorry, Southside had LJ or Thornton. So two big losses there, but also in round one, Adelaide took it up to Southside. So they match up pretty well, mm-hmm. but. Adelaide have been on a bit of a losing run. Do you reckon that they can bounce back against Southside or will the Flyers continue to fly? Nah, I, I mean, oof, I have faith in Adelaide. Yep. I think they have all the pieces right there. And you've seen, we've seen in earlier, you know, previous rounds that they have got, you know, Flyers. And I think, as you said, they match up well, but it's hard. Once Flyers get rolling and they hit mm. a couple threes, it feels like they just don't stop. Yep. So it would, be a, it would be a really good game. They've been doing it without Abby Bishop and Amy mm-hmm. Rochi. So yeah. um, some players to come back into that side, really looking forward to the matchup between Rochi and Mansfield. Oh, absolutely. That's going to be one to watch. Let's move on to a Super Sunday, starting with Sydney and Townsville. So the Flames and the Fire. It's the emoji game of just all the fire yeah. emojis. Kudos <laughs> uh, Bank Arena. Sydney, we know, had a lot of adversity last round in their double, but they put up some great fights against Southside and yourself. And then it's Townsville's second game of the weekend. Um, who wins this one? Oh. Townsville. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, go Townsville as well. But yeah. huge respect to Sydney, the way they've been playing the last couple of weeks. And then your big, big, big week yep. finishes <laughs> on Sunday afternoon at Parkville where you're taking on the Boomers. Um, yep. This is the third game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think we played them twice mm-hmm. early um, in Perth. Um, what's going to be the key 
to to getting them in this one? Yeah, I mean, another tough team, of course. Right now, we're just focused on, on Bendigo and that one coming up. And, you know, again, I'm sure we'll do plenty of scout. But, you know, Boomers are a, they're a tough team. As I said, they've just got weapons on weapons. It's one after another. Um, so it'll be a great matchup for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's going to be great. Hopefully, me and Murray back for the Boomers. Yes. She's been having a sparkling season. Well, Chloe, thank you so much for stopping by today. It's been great to reminisce about the good times. and <laughs> It's been great. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and enjoy the tennis if you get to fit yes. in a bit of social time in this big trip and uh, hopefully it is a fruitful road trip and you return with two wins to Perth when you head back on Sunday night. Thanks for joining us on the show and we'll see you next week.